tuned in to CJSR FM 88.5 and this is Moving Radio. I'm your host Christian Zip and join me won't you for the next one half hour as we take a look at local Canadian and independent cinema. Well uh, it's part two of my program with uh, Rock Paper Dice Enter. That's right it's opening up very soon here on Friday June 6th at Landmark Theatres downtown right here in Edmonton and across this country. And of course, if you were listening to the last podcast or the last episode of Moving Radio, you heard part one of my interview with Cash Gowney and Srila Chakrabarty. This will be part two of it as we discuss more about Rock, Paper, Dice, Enter. As well, I've also got another guest on the show. And of course, because it's the second Friday in the month coming up on Friday, June 13th, we're talking to Kevin Martin about Dead Fest. This time... It's the iconic animated classic, Heavy Metal. That's right, Dead Fest's first, I guess, full animated film presentation where, uh, you know, there'll still be some blood, but there's some, you know, spacey stuff and some sci-fis. It's crazy. And some heavy metal from the 80s. So uh, wrap all that together, and you've got a great evening for Friday, June 13th planned. So it's a whole lot of CanCon and local content as we have Rock, Paper, Dice, Enter which is going to be opening once again on Friday, June 6th at Landmark Theatres, as well as some discussion about the film Heavy Metal. And it's all coming up on this week's edition of Moving Radio, here on CGSR FM 88.5. Peaceful Tibetans are burning themselves alive. What nonsense. We can help them. Americans will have to listen. The people who walk out that door free are the ones who tell the truth. Now I become death, the destroyer of the world. They don't know you. Relax. Your security is at stake. Uh, Joining me in the palatial studios of CJSR are a couple of filmmakers who are very excited about a project that they did here, uh, that did with a, a majority Canadian crew, a lot of uh, Edmonton actors. It's a very exciting project. It's called Rock, Paper, Dice, Enter. It opens June 6th at Landmark Theatres. Exclusively? Yes? Is it an exclusive thing? Uh, so far, Are you right. only dating them? So, so far, far, yes. But you never <laughs> okay. know. Cineplex might pick it up. Yeah, and I like how that you're like, no, no, we'll, we'll date as many people at once <laughs> as we possibly can. Srila Chakrabarty and Cash Gowney. The bottom line is that Srila put a lot of effort with local uh, relationships uh, make them work. And again, that was like part of the interpretation of the story, like uh, knowing, uh, having, again, the privilege of knowing people in the city. Um, Edmonton is boasting with, um, with talent. True. There's lots of talented actors in the city. There's no shortage. Um, and I've seen them in films. Um, and it's like you knew exactly who could play which role. And, uh, but we still auditioned everybody. And uh, I was actually um, pleased how much interest there was from people here who wanted to work on this, on this movie. Were you worried there wouldn't be necessary? Other people might be skeptical about it. Um, well, 
yeah, it's like uh, there is a lot of um, um, lack of trust or lack of confidence in people being able to pull off a movie. Usually lots of movies get made and then never finished. And so you make a lot of promises and then you, then you just can't deliver. And, uh, um, and I've never worked on anything that didn't reach its goal. Like that's kind of the... You know, yeah, it really it really established the fact that uh, it's possible. And I, 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 in the beginning of the show, I actually talked about it, uh, why it became successful, and mm-hmm. what people saw. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, this is the same question uh, some of the other channels have asked me. You know, how did it complete? I said, you never lose sight of it. It's a, it's a destination. You have to, you know, keep eyes on it and just complete the journey. Like you know, like if you're going from here to New York and taking a road trip, and you know, uh, you, you are going to New York. You're not going to Chicago. Like, You're not just going to bail somewhere like, along the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people just get stuck somewhere for a while before they actually get to the end of it, too. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's something else. We had timelines. Like I, I come from, from a corporate background, so mm-hmm. and there was a big 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 uh, debate with Trela. Uh, the biggest challenge was timelines. So I'd put timelines on it. I said, "This is timeline. This timeline." Again, we would have all these uh, uh, calls between me and her. Like we'd be on phone for sometimes eight hours a day. Like I want this timeline, like that, and still we so missed a, big, a lot of them. A big part of our budget was time. Time, so time is money, right? So yeah, so the music aspect, we we changed four music directors, um, <laughs> because she wasn't happy with everything that's coming through the door, and was so we we were reconstructing the film again and again. We had the cut in, in end of 2013. No, sorry, yeah, 2013 December, but uh, the music. The music, oh, 2012, sorry, what I'm talking about, yeah. December. And so by Feb, uh, Jen, Feb, all the music director that we're working on just was not cutting it. She, we wanted s- specific music, and most of the critics that have written about this film uh, are the movie buffs, right? They talk about the music, but it does hit the bullseye. And so Sri Lanka Cash uh, branding uh, worked towards it because she came from the sound background, you know. Uh, I came come from the, uh, from the world, part of the world where movies are celebrated every day, every second. Uh, though I've been in Canada for 25 years, uh, the interesting element is we had to bring all that together uh, and make it uh, a North American film. It, this was not a Bollywood film. This was not a Hollywood film. This was our film, what Canada looks like today. And that was part of our um, initial conversations was we wanted to make a, um, an international film. Um, and it had to be, it was international, it had to be entertaining. Um, so... In order to in order to achieve that, it's like um, it had to have what I considered um, the cool factor. Yeah. So if it has a cool factor, then you know we've got a film. So we need a cool look. We need a cool um, a cool sound. We need a cool atmosphere, um, and not necessarily um, not necessarily you know um, artistic or stylized. But it just had to have that feeling of, oh, this is cool. And, and we didn't want to go festival routes. I mean, I was like, no, I'm not putting any of these films to the festivals because we get buried with 3,000 films, all the all the gatekeepers, all the stuff. And we're going to take it direct to distributors and actually people who see potential to make money out of it. I they mean, Let them make the money because, you know, we are no names, so whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If they see the potential even breaking even, at least we all of us, uh, all the people that worked on it have a head start. So the idea was, again... Um, uh, commercial, but not for ourselves in the entirety, in the totality of it. 
mm-hmm. and that again was part of the success because had we been in any of the greed aspect of it or in that kind of situation it wouldn't have worked because you know all we're looking now for money uh, or some kind of payback and that was not the intent at all and i've said this repeatedly to everybody that worked with us on the film and they get it because the reason they get it is because that's what happened in the film had we just said this is what we want blah 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 it probably would have not they would have probably negated us and say no we're not releasing it because we have better opportunity to make better money somewhere else right so how do you get a chance to somebody who's totally new face new be new person right so we're ready to give away all that um, but giving away all that they should be able to gain something like outside is they're not they're not non-profit businesses they're commercial ventures so they should be able to see some some value in it to release it at least for themselves to cover their own books or 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 you know venues or places or structure that they run right and they need you need money to run those structures so this film brought that to the table so it's kind of like a a startup um a startup model for filmmaking filmmaking yeah cuz it's i mean it's so much against the grain of what you're probably saying at this point to kind of go like first off you know be as independent as you possibly can at that point you know especially uh funding wise and not having to take a lot of grants for it necessarily and then the second part saying you know we're trying to avoid uh festivals in that part because in in some ways it's like so you you get a ton of publicity and maybe you get distributors eyes on it and maybe sometimes that you know you get a big pop from that but you know if you've already got all that set up in place and you can be independent truly like that's the impressive part right so you don't become this negative pickup for a studio right yeah i see what what is happening is you go to you go to a festival i mean you know a lot of people in festivals you've done festivals all our lives and and uh, we never shot it as a festival film we we were like mm-hmm. you know what they will have 3000 options in front of us and we'll be one of the options i want to be a priority i want all the people 300 people that worked at edmonton to be a priority so my deal was you know either all of it or nothing because festivals would be the last resort to dump and see if we can a few accolades for it and uh, i think the only festival we did some in uh, for the for because we thought it was it was the Beginning oh no! We just we liked uh, we liked. Uh, we pull it out though. We this, this we is put a place it... you wanted a vacation. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, I think no, I think we, we, we really I like, uh, I enjoyed Robert Redford's journey. Yeah, Sundance. <laughs> so we did put in Sundance, but we pulled out because we got a release date in India. So if any of Sundance had accepted us, we could never give You're it to so them. So selfish about that stuff. <laughs> we put it out. like nobody can touch our stuff, it and was, they're so they early saw in it. the year. They saw it. They saw it. It was it was with them till till probably. the last end days Actually should we confess yeah, we can uh, confess. we actually uh, submitted to Sundance um so that we could get the film finished faster Was yeah, that, there was that kind of motivate you. Yeah, it was a motivate. <laughs> See, what what was happening was uh, his so Sundance had dates in front of us. Yeah. This is the last date of submission. This is the the finish ratio should have and all the stuff. And so we were in the last leg. And this kind of said, "Hey, this if this gets accepted at Sundance, right?" It it's, has all it the potential. It sets the bar, right? So it's everybody's going to yeah. work fast. We're working for the goal. We want to get accepted. Everybody knows what it is. And it got completed. It, it was completed on time. So it was. Yeah. A, it wasn't more so of any kind of arm twisting, but I think we said kind of. It was a kind of a way of putting a timeline. You know, I mean, it wasn't in 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 any any bad aspect, for lack of a better word. It was in a good sense, uh, good spirit. Like, okay, you know what? Do you guys want to go to Sundance? Let's do it. Like, this is your date. because you know what otherwise like, oh it's christmas coming up dada di dada do you know i don't have time i'm booked you know okay fine i get that let's uh, <laughs> let's let me give me the film to this stage uh and we'll we will officially okay to put it to sundance and so we did that and i think november 15th was the deadline and we did it and sundance uh, had it 
worked through all the way, heads and hands happened. We would have never been able to give them because PVR in India took it before. PVR gave us a deal uh, in December, and that was the time they would have come out with their all their listings and stuff. So mm-hmm. we're like, it can't happen because Sundance criteria is you have to open with them. It's like, okay, you know, no. And we were taking a risk in India. Mind you, India is... Yeah, did, did anybody think you were like, what in God's name are you doing? So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Have you lost no, your no. mind? <laughs> well, we never so, got an acceptance letter or anything, any kind of communication after that. Right. So, or, or anything that happened, maybe a negation or something. There might be, there might be some communication from them. But I think we had, we had reached a point where like, we can do two together. It's like, right. it's like not we, right. We took, it's a chance. We, took a chance, uh, yeah. we took a chance. We flew to India. Uh, we started knocking on doors. Um, because... Uh, we kind of figured that India was the biggest movie industry on the planet right now. And um, and it's been rapidly growing and changing. So a lot of people, I think, here don't even realize just how big the movie industry um, in India is, especially for English movies. Like, you know about Bollywood, but we have no idea about how English movies do there. And um, just from people I know um, who are live who live there, and talk about their interests in movies, um, there's like two parallel streams growing. One is um, there's a non-Bollywood regional cinema that you have tons of film schools where lots of people want to make their own films. So there's this huge independent community that's growing, and at the same time, the world has shrunk, and people want to know. Um, they want to see Canadian movies. I got that vibe um, because nobody knows anything about our country other than it sits on top of the U.S. And um, they're starving to hear stories that come out of here. Another thing, I, I saw a business opportunity when I when I looked at all the stats that Canada's offer. Right, every thousand films, English films that are made worldwide, Canada only contributes four percent. So I, I'm seeing a huge potential. We are an English-speaking nation. Because French is a, a second language, but there are other languages. We have like 98 languages in this country now, in all kind of diversity. So it's a huge opportunity uh, that Ottawa is seeing right now. Uh, so <clears throat> if you look at all the uh, all the initiatives that are going around, we are a limited population, but a lot of potential. Uh, I think we should exploit that. Even if you grow it by two percent, right? Uh, you can you can create so much employment and suck in all these artists that are struggling to go everywhere across. I mean. We lose uh, actors, directors, producers by the day, you know, uh, going to different countries, you know, trying to get themselves gainfully employed and getting some bigger projects. And who knows, you know, you know, and we're trying to avoid that that loss, but and it, we are finding projects down there. And, you know, I've been communicated to, to get audition for some of the big, big studio films because people that look like you, you and me, I mean, that's what Jurassic, the new Jurassic Park, the Spider-Man, they have Indian... Uh, Antagonist in the film uh, Mission Impossible had uh, had a big uh, Indian star in it, uh, so Hollywood seeing the potential to put those kind of uh, write those kind of roles uh, in their films and projects. Iron Man, when it released in India, I think there was a big push, it was a big hit, and I think I can bet bet you next installment there'll be an Indian guy in there. So, uh, so it opens up doors for me as an actor and for Srila as a director to actually you know uh be invited to do those kind of projects and i don't see those those days being too far so uh, people in canada saw the film they they did not just give us theaters like oh here's your theaters they, you know, i'm slotting you in no 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 they actually went and saw the film and they were it came out with a head scratcher like huh there's there something about this film so that's what worked um i think so 
Yeah, it, I think crows are black everywhere. <laughs> I think you're probably right about that. And I have no real scientific proof necessarily, but I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to say. You know, it, that's how I, I put the context to it, right? And yeah. they sound the same too. I mean, it's just, you know, you have you seen a crow, you know, do its sing song? It's exactly the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the film we're talking about is Rock, Paper, Dice, Enter, uh, the opening here unless you want to travel abroad and see it. I mean, you can do that for sure, but it's June 6th. Mm-hmm. That's that's here in Edmonton where it's going to open up at uh, for sure at Landmark and hopefully at some other theaters too. Um, people listening to the program are probably like, you know, how do we connect more with this? Where can we find out more about the film? Uh, talk to us a little bit about the online presence and how people can find out more about the film. The film, um, just to correct that on a bit, no, the film's yeah. opening across Canada. Across Canada, there we go. I, well, you know, it's I, some people. It's from not just Edmonton. Edmonton will listen <laughs> to me, <laughs> but I'm pro- yeah, I'm online. It's but okay. I've got some fans outside of the city. <laughs> but who knows? If somebody's traveling to to Toronto, it's true. and they can still catch on to it. Right? Exactly. It's a Tuesday afternoon. You know, it's half price. Right. And you're just walking. It's not it. just in this town. It's across the country, which is a hard enough thing to do in the first place. That's for sure. And so, in order to keep kind you of can go to Calgary on top of uh, where all this is happening, yeah, we have uh, a website set up rockpaperfilms.com mm-hmm. um, and we've been listing um, the, the dates and locations as we learn of them it, it remains a limited release uh, it's uh, in one prime property in each city mm-hmm. so for example Calgary's County Hills and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's a uh, Mississauga Square one so these are some very prime properties uh, that We're was that. Instead of one like throwing, country at a time. So yeah, it's not. It's like throwing in every theater out there, which is uh, based on the potential of the film. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on how the marketing is done, how much depth it has. So this is how the plan has been uh, with uh, the people they're working with. Um, so yeah, check it out. I mean, there's a and and we're also on Facebook. Rock Paper Films um, is our group. Is our page name. Um, we send out uh, Twitter stuff um, every now and again. And we're going to run a contest uh, to get some free tickets at some point. Uh, the marketing plan is in place. Uh, there will be tons of tickets for Edmonton as well. Uh, so we there will be a rock, paper, dice uh, chance to enter. To enter, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are working on that. It should be out soon. Maybe we would give it to your registration and you can give it to your listeners out there. There you go. I'm sure they enjoyed it, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, so after this... Uh, are you looking to expand to more markets, like throughout the summer? Is that is that the kind of the idea is about different countries? Yeah. Uh, so it's basically global domination is really what it is for that's, Cash and Srila. That's what we're after. U.S. Yeah. is next. Uh, we're already working with U.S. Uh, uh, we're trying to time it together on June sixth. I don't know how that'll go, but it's too close, too tight. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe July. Um, we are looking at South America, Europe. Uh, we have spoken to some people in Hong Kong and stuff. So. Um, and then subsequently, you know, as it finishes its journey in the theatrical uh, aspect of it, we'll go to a second layer of theaters and we'll try and um, get the on-demand uh, uh, versions and so forth. And then we are doing versioning of the films. So, uh, other language other versions of the film. So uh, completely re- recast and shot in a different language. Wow. And the versioning uh, also with the current film as well, because what you see in theater would not be probably on the on-demand aspect of it. So there'll be different uh, cuts to it. Uh, we're trying to do that to, to keep everybody engrossed in, in different levels. 
because you know if you miss something in theater you miss something in theater because what you saw on on demand would not be the same what was in theater there's so, also hmm. a potential um to do a fringe play version of yes, this film yes this this particular script has uh, we have talked to the current uh, uh, cast and crew here uh this can be a nice sound and light show and and, uh, and actually can be played on stage because uh, uh the way it the whole film shot we can actually completely make it a stage version so that's something uh, interesting that we can and that's instant gratification because also instant money because all well programmed and stuff so <laughs> it's a, <laughs> uh so it's actually pretty good that it has a uh, it has to be just designed and worked through some people or we just license someone to do it um and take it over and say hey if you guys are making films then can we do this and we are we open to that idea yeah it's amazing how it kind of starts to take a life of its own yeah you know and uh, it all starts back at just emailing That's right. <laughs> back to. Or to pick up a phone. Yeah, pick picking a phone. up a phone. Yeah. Or if somebody gives you a name of a girl in a bar, uh, don't throw it. <laughs> don't call get her. rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> call her. Yes. That's what I did in Toronto. I called her. There you be go. Brave. Uh, just make be the brave, call. make the call. Don't get scared. Right place, right time, Sri. Let's see. <laughs> That's how it works. I wish I had kept the paper napkin. I would be actually pretty interesting to frame it up and keep it somewhere. was a drunk guy who gave me her phone number. <laughs> wow, well, thank you drunk guy. <laughs> Without him, I hope he's in the credits somewhere at least. Actually, you know. we know him, you know who he's who he is. <laughs> I I've, I've actually done a television series with him, so he's 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 uh he won't name him, probably get embarrassed. But uh <laughs> <laughs> I worked with him on a on a big television series as an actor as a lead for him, so we know him, but he probably doesn't even remember he gave me this phone number. Cuz he's drunk at the time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Look, I've done many things I regretted and remembered after that I did. I'm sure that's not one of them for him. Uh I I thank you guys so much for coming down to the studio, taking your time. I know you're probably on uh at least this weekend since you're in town a little bit of a whirlwind tour trying to cram in as much as you can. So, we really appreciate you making the time. So, check them out uh Facebook, Twitter, website. It's all worth your while. June 6th, be there for the opening. There might be something special happening here. I don't know. I'm just assuming maybe. You know, go check it out. Rock paper dice enter. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so much thank for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Presents Heavy Metal. A trip beyond the future to a universe you've never seen before. A universe of memory. A universe of passionate fantasies. A universe of terrifying evil. A universe of magic. Heavy metal. Hi, Kevin Martin. We are sitting here in uh, one of the final video stores in the White Avenue area. Now that uh, another unsaid video store is bugged out, you finally have achieved your goal by squeezing out every single store in this area. Congratulations, well, sir. Well, sir, it's it's a, it's a little bit preemptive congratulations. Apparently, the movie studio. Uh, I, I will plug my friends. They actually came by to buy some movies off me today. <laughs> um, they're just downsizing right now. They got to make room for some sort of coffee shop. Apparently, oh, yeah, I know. But the so one close. I know, but the one was so close. The one on 40th <laughs> Avenue is closing. That one is done. Okay, yeah, that's where all my friends were buying awesome movies from. Uh, not here, but I don't blame them because I would have been there too. I'm like a vulture, <laughs> a pariah, if you will. What movies for sale? I can bring them to my store. Yeah, Come cool. home, my children. I will <laughs> let you meet your new family. Well, in my mind, you're the only game in town, Kevin. Oh, baby, you stop that sweetness. It's the way it goes. That's what I'm telling the listeners to only pay attention to one person. Well, and that's you. you. 
you know, it's it's going to be a pretty uh, pretty good kind of cross-promotion year going on. I mean, you know, got the store, filming, yes. filming a movie about the store. You were currently very busy. We will not say too much because we want to be veiled, you know, yeah. guarded about this. But you are currently filming the last video store right now. Not as we speak, but later on this week. <laughs> Back at it tomorrow night. That's right. The feature movie that the whole world has wanted to see. At least in our minds, they Sphere. want to see it. We hope they uh, want to influence, see it. Influence, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> For all you 80s nostalgia VHS analog kids, get ready to feel hipstery and ironic again, because we're bringing it back. Okay, well, you had the fundraisers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is there anything like online-wise where they're like, oh my God, on Facebook they posted photos or anything like that? Or are you like, no? We're trying to be really secretive about it. But nice. yes, there is there is the one Facebook group. All you could do is uh, look for the last video store movie and you can join our group and we'll we'll tease the audience a bit with, with a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And uh, if I was a betting man, I'd say get ready to look for maybe a Kickstarter or Indiegogo type of thing happening right away. Because guess what? We're struggling artists, and we need support <laughs> of this community to make sure our vision comes to life. All right. And one thing that will help that vision come to life is if you come out and see the Dead Fest screening of Heavy Metal. That is correct. Yeah, I mean, what date's that going to happen on you know, You know what, brother? It's going to happen on a Friday the 13th. And I, I know, I know, I know we're already, people are up in arms. Like, how can we guys are not showing our Friday the 13th movie? I'm like... Well, because we're not. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Um, we will eventually again, of course. But, you know, uh, we figured... I, I was having flashbacks of seeing Heavy Metal at the old Paramount Theater, the midnight screenings back in the 90s. They mm-hmm. used to do it. And um, I'll never forget that the print they showed it on. I mean, my God, it was so red. You, you could barely see half of the movie. But it was still a cool experience. And, you know, the movie is 33 years old now. It's hard to believe. But uh, Heavy Metal... To me, when I think of a cult movie, it definitely fits that line. And, you know, if anything else, we're definitely filming the Canadian content quota. Because yeah. a lot of people don't realize Heavy Metal is a Canadian production. Although, ironically, not a single band that's on the soundtrack is Canadian. No. <laughs> not a single one. I, I had to look. I'm like, that'd be one Canadian band. Nope, not a single one. Um, Well, Zip, I mean... We're around the same age area. I mean, I don't know about you. I grew up on the magazines when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you not when you walked into a convenience store and saw those covers? Yes. I mean, that was back in the day where they had to like foil wrap the front of those covers because they were <laughs> very provoc- provocative for an animated uh, a magazine. And the uh, the cartoon, definitely, it's 18 or over for sure. But um, I love... I does it seem less kind of, you know, sexualized? I mean, it's very sexualized. But does it seem less risque now, I guess, at this day and age, right? I think right? so. On one hand, yes. When it comes to like the sexualizing the, the female uh, characters in it, I mean, they, they, I mean, every woman was a supermodel with... Yeah. I, mean, I don't physically describe. We all know how they looked in, in, yeah. in the movie. But on the other hand, though, I mean, the, the drug uh, references and heavy metalists was, was definitely risky back then. Because mm-hmm. we're not talking weed references. We're talking yeah. other drug references. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's... um, Yeah, that, that's pretty ridiculous stuff indeed. You know, we're serving booze tonight, as we always do. That's why it's an 18-over <laughs> event. And, um, you know, it'll add to the experience, I suppose. And I'm sure some other things will, too. But, you know, heavy metal is just... It, 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 it's it's an assault on all of your senses. And I, I, I know it sounds like a commercial I'm throwing you, but A, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you've never had a chance to see it on the big screen. And mm-hmm. I think this movie's going to pop on that screen. And B... If you've never seen it, I'm almost envious of you. You need to come down and check this out. The movie actually is starting at 11.30. It's a little bit later, but this movie is like the, you know, 
pre- predominant midnight movie. This is a midnight movie. Yeah. You know, that movie should have been part of that documentary, Midnight Movies. Because, like, it, it just missed the 70s by right, a little bit, but... It, it kind uh, of was there for the death rattle of basically drive-ins and stuff like yeah. that. Like, it, this is what it's meant to be seen as. Yeah, you know what I think separates this movie from a lot of the movies where you'll watch them for just simple nostalgia sake, uh, mm-hmm. sake where it's like, well, is it still a good movie today? I don't know, but man, it's so nostalgic and cool that that's why I like it. I think this movie does both well. I think it's, it is nostalgic and it's a throwback to a different era, but it's still a great movie too. And it, 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 the, the pacing's perfect. It's not a long movie. It's only 86 minutes. So, therefore, 11.30 start is totally fine. It just cruises right along. And what I love about anthologies is if you don't like one story, hey, stick around, man. In about 10 minutes, you're going to start a new story. And hopefully, you'll like that one. It's the equivalent of being a DJ. Well, you don't like what I'm playing? Go grab a drink. It'll be over It'll by the be time over your drink is. We'll move on. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that about wraps it up for this week's edition of Moving Radio. Thank you for listening once again. Uh, remember, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can hit me up at Moving Radio, where you can find out more about movies and whatnot, and uh, also as well on Instagram for my musings and visual uh, thoughts about movies. And that's also at Moving Radio. Uh, thanks again to Cash Gowney and Shreeli Chakrabarty for their time and talking to us. We wish them the best of luck on Rock, Paper, Dice, Ender. Make sure you go check it out. Not only filmed in Edmonton, but a Canadian film getting international recognition. Let's give them some love here at home. Friday, June 6th at Landmark Cinemas. As well, on Friday, June 13th at the Metro Cinema, you can check out Heavy Metal as presented to you by Dead Fest. It starts at 11.30, so make sure you get there and uh, enjoy the animated classic that is heavy metal. All right, that about wraps it up for this week's edition. Uh, once again, if you want to listen to old episodes of Moving Radio, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, all you need to do is type in the keyword Moving Radio and you'll find us, as well as on SoundCloud. Uh, just Google SoundCloud Moving Radio and it'll take you right to a bunch of episodes on the CGSR page. Coming up next at 30 minutes of the finest in feminist radio on CJSR. <laughs>